You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Ask Drone You here at our beautiful new studios in Colorado. And we are grateful to be here, grateful for you as well. Indeed, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. As always, appreciate all the questions. We cannot do this without your questions. At least that is why we do this. I suppose we could sit here and talk, even if we didn't have your questions, but it wouldn't be as meaningful and it wouldn't help as many of you. So thank you, askdroneu.com for your questions. Definitely. And I'm excited for this particular show today uh, because this is regarding, uh, you know, the next mapping drones. And we've kind of been going back and forth over the last year of, okay, we know the Phantom is out of production. What is coming? And in December of last year, we proved that the Mavic 3 does have that mechanical shutter. And if you remember, I said, well, in the Chinese specs, it's leaked that up to one over 2000, it does have a mechanical uh, shutter and running data through Pix4D, sure enough, it comes up as a global shutter or fast readout. And now we've got the Mavic 3 Enterprise, which DJI is touting as their next mapping drone. Yet, look at the details. Look at who's been getting these drones. Look at what flight apps are truly available, what features are really available. And you might find that um, DJI is trying extremely hard to segregate clients based off of, are you technically capable versus not? And I, I mean, look at the example of the Mavic 3 Classic and the Mavic 3E or Enterprise. And I also find it funny, too, that on these Enterprise drones, Rob, we have all the features that we've been touting for almost our entirety here at DroneU. The attitude mode, the, the you know, battery on main screen, you know, all these features that are really important to the safety of flight. I think DJI just proved us correct that those things are quintessential for safe flights. And it also goes to show the strategy in consumer drones when none of those features are available. It's like, oh, you had a problem? Oh, oopsie. Well, buy a new drone. So, <laughs> so I, it doesn't make sense. No, well, it does make sense from an enterprise position, right? From an enterprise perspective, but on the on the like the classic that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. it should have those things too, because uh, it's a safety issue. Yep, I, that's what I mean. It doesn't make sense. I could not agree more, Rob. So, and even if you're going to ask some a consumer to buy a new drone, they're probably less likely to buy a new drone that crashes than say a police department, who's going to have more money to do it. That's true. Well, also, we see all the time that sometimes these more advanced institutions or institutions that have more money spend a gob loads uh, uh, on their drones and not a lot on training. And they have these issues as well because they don't even know how to use those features. So, yeah. Um, but from DJI's perspective, they're trying to sell as many drones as possible. So let's take the same aircraft, call it something else and uh, go from there. And and open up the the software channels, right, is basically all they're doing in some ways. Well, and so they actually, in the latest release of the app, uh, Tom Powers found this, that 
In the release notes, they said the Mavic 3 Enterprise SDK will be released, but they don't want to quote unquote focus on the Mavic 3 SDK. Now, that being said, I am still stunned that there's certain features about this Mavic 3, and we should probably just play the question, but <laughs> there's certain features that don't exist with the Mavic 3, which would be quintessential for mapping and modeling, things like point of interest mode, you know? So you look at who DJI chose to promote the Mavic 3 Enterprise and who got those drones first. And it's very clear what DJI's strategy is. Because when you don't utilize experience, I think maybe there was one or two YouTubers that got it that were experienced in photogrammetry and everyone else was not. And it's like, wow, DJI is really setting you guys up to get sued. (laughs) So, Mm Because this is very technical stuff that is you know, protected on a level that is a little overbearing. I'm not going to lie, but, um, I think DJI's strategy is clear. It's like, uh, you know, we want to just tout all these features, hype, 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 hype. And we've learned time and time again that there's a lot more behind the hype. So indeed, well, let's go ahead and play that question. Good afternoon, gentlemen. It's Brendan from New York. Long time listener, first time caller. (laughs) Currently studying for my part 107, and a few months ago, I purchased a Phantom 4 version 2. After listening to your recent show about the Mavic 3, I'm curious, do you think the P4P is still a viable option and the old reliable Toyota, as you say, or should I potentially sell it and think about getting the Mavic 3? Thanks for uh, what you guys do and what you provide to the drone industry. Thank you. Thanks, Brennan. Great question. Um, yeah, boy, some drones never die. They really you don't. Know? Well, I mean, when you... Some do, some don't. You, you know, when DJI killed the Phantom, it's kind of like Ford stopping the production of the F-150. Um, and I will say, in the most succinct way possible, before we go down the rabbit hole, the Phantom 4 Pro version 2 has the most applications that can be utilized to do technical deliverables and creative deliverables. Apps like Leechy, Maps Made Easy, uh, you know, Drone Deploy. Um, Drone Deploy even came out and said, Mavic 3 doesn't work with our stuff. Sorry. It's like, whoa, that's going to be a big deal. You know, uh, the Mavic 3 Enterprise does work with Propeller, which is great. That's really cool. But uh, again, it just really makes you wonder why the Mavic 3 Enterprise and why not the SDK. That said, um, should you get rid of your Phantom 4 V2? The answer is no, because it still works with a lot of apps that are still being supported. Your imagery can essentially be processed by a vast multitude of processors. The Mavic 3 Enterprise, yes, it does have mapping capability, but what ability does it truly have? There are certain features that don't exist. Things like point of interest mode, right? Can you connect Pix4D or a different application, install it on the remote, and do things like free flight mode? Do things like, you know, advanced 3D uh, modeling and construction? The answer is no. Like there has DJI released the quote unquote replacement to the Phantom. They say yes, but there's still a lot that is not there like other third party apps. I mean, I'll be honest with you. We have the Mavic 2 Enterprise Dual Advanced. We've got the M30T. And those remotes have the same kind of uh, software interface. I know they're slightly updated and advanced, but a lot of the flight plans that DJI utilizes 
in my humble opinion, are just still not there. They're very good, but they're just not as good as some of the other applications, like things like Drone Harmony. What a great app. You know, things like uh, UGCS, another phenomenal application. So I think without the true SDK being open up, there's not a lot of third party apps or another environment of applications to support the M3E just yet. Should you go out and sell your Phantom? In my humble opinion, I would say no, because it's still going to give you those consistent results time and time and time and time again. You have more flexibility of methodologies of getting the job done. And frankly, there's so many options for processing said data. So I would say no, but if you want to sell your Phantom, we'll take it. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. That's all I got. I didn't mean to steal your thunder, dude. No, it's an it's an obvious uh, thunder to steal. <laughs> if, if you just don't want it anymore, call us first, please. Yeah. Now, that said, I do see DJI opening up SDK. They've already said that they're going to do so. On the enterprise. On the enterprise. We don't know how long that's going to take, right? Uh, DJI has said similar things in the past, and then it never happened. So, honestly, it's it's really hard to take them at their word. And, you know, are we going to be updating our mapping content next year with various new drones? Yes, we are. But for the first time ever, we're taking a, a track and I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to showcase our strategy here on the show. Let's just say that there will be a clear deviation in the, f- the future development of our courses to support drones that we're all used to and drones that get the job done or are domestically built or our blue SUAS because with all the stuff that DJI is pulling on their enterprise stuff you almost have to think of drones as are they an inspection drone or are they a mapping drone because M30T great zoom great thermal great wide sucks for reconstruction okay Mavic 3 Enterprise it's got a decent zoom. It's got a decent camera built for mapping. And it really sucks that we're getting these deviations of drones and their features and their uses. They're really, DJI is really opening up the door for a competitor to come in and blow their doors off, but they've got to figure out a lot of problems before that happens. So. Well, but especially since they've given them the, the blueprint mm-hmm. in the Phantom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't, well, I mean, I don't know what kind of complexities there are as to why that's not already happened. Yeah. I I'll, I don't understand that, um, nor do I understand the whole patent element of that. And I know they've traditionally not cared about our patents, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just wondering. And well, when I say they, I don't mean DJI specifically, but... Well, and there was that law that was uh, um, done by or interpreted by the Supreme Court a few years ago that says if you develop a product with features, you cannot take those features away. And so it's like you could make that argument on a lot of DJI aircraft and will anyone, you know, put out the 200 grand to fight it in court? Um, because people, uh, you know, think of like Colin Gwynn, he, he ended up winning, but it took what, five so plus years. I don't know. I don't know his history. That's an anomaly as well. 
That's true. I think. But the point is, is like, uh, honestly, the doors are continuing to be wide open. Um, Skydio is making a lot of, of progress. I'm, I think that there are certain very nuanced, specific examples where Skydio can work well. I would love to obviously, you know, see other things change. I've made that apparent on the show before. And I'm not here to beat anyone up because we all evolve and we get better. And I think Skydio is doing exactly that. So uh, you don't, there's no point in uh, berating anyone. So hopefully you guys have seen some growth in my mindset as uh, I've realized something that I hope all of you entrepreneurs realize, which is your business can only be as good as you are personally. So it's going to take some self-growth <laughs> and I'm still growing. I'm not there. I'll never be there. Right, Rob? So. Well, nor am I. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to talk about you. I'll talk about myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. We talk about that self-awareness and hard work. Boom. Yeah, that's right, Elon. So, um, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so I think that's going to do it for us today. Keep the Phantom, Mavic 3 Enterprise. I think they will, it will have more and more features overall. Oh, that was the point I want to mention. We did have a conversation with one of the largest photogrammetric engines in the world last week. And I asked him, I said, okay, so tell me which drones you're still seeing used the most. And for the first time ever, I've heard we're seeing a big uptick of more Mavic style aircraft being used to do some of this stuff. And it's, uh, if you remember, he's like, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And so there are more issues, um, but uh, very excited to see how this all evolves and and plays out. People like Sony, people like Freefly have an opportunity. Um, I'd love to see the prices of those drones come down for sure. Yeah, they're going to need to for the average person to use those for sure. Definitely. Well, um, that's going to do it for us today. If you have any questions regarding mapping, uh, we've got a great page on our website. It's thedroneu.com forward slash what is drone mapping software. And just put a hyphen in between each word and you'll get right there. If you're looking to learn mapping, we actually just launched our props mapper class on to membership. So it's a new updated mapping class. But if you're really looking for the deep dive, you want everything mapping, check out props mapper it's uh, propsflightschool.com you can click on mapper and you'll see every single course uh, relevant to mapping by the way one last thing I want to say DJI slash other manufacturers may subconsciously be shooting themselves in the foot because like what we learned with Wingtra, Wingtra developed the easiest and most seamless methodology of geo-referencing data without needing any geo-referencing equipment. No RTK module, no arrow point, none of this extra crap. Uh, it's a brilliant workflow. And when you look at the price points that are being paid for some of these more enterprise level drones, you look at the M300. Oh, you want to do mapping M300 P1, $24,000. Well, $32,000 is going to get me a Wingtra. I won't need to spend any additional money on GPS or georeferencing equipment. And I'm going to be able to cover much larger distances at a much higher quality than with any DJI product right now. And also other products too. This is not just about DJI. And we are seeing with Wingtra that you can actually create the fastest rapid ortho mosaics georeferenced than any other drone on the market because of what they did with their workflow. So frankly speaking, uh, we're, we're really going all in on fixed wing drones. We've looked at a lot of different drones. Wingtra is by far and above the best. Um, 
you know, when it comes to features, price points, et cetera, it's amazing. So my point in saying this is that these other manufacturers may be shooting themselves in the foot because when you can fly larger areas at a higher resolution with less equipment at a lower price and overall you're reducing your cogs and increasing your efficiency, what is the tipping point at which you say, maybe I don't even use a quadcopter anymore and I just go right to a VTOL fixed wing drone? And I think the market's already there because we're seeing like what we saw with Rishi and what he was saying this morning about keyword uh, research and whatnot. I think mm-hmm. that this evolution is already underway. And I will just say I'm supporting it full bore because what I've seen with Wingtra um, is absolutely incredible. If you're looking at getting a Wingtra, our new uh, director of props, his name is uh, Trent Cossey. And Trent is also a reseller of Wingtra drones. So if you need a Wingtra drone, you can reach out to him, Trent at thedroneu.com. I know this kind of goes against uh, what we've always said that we don't sell drones, but um, if we can get good customer service and good courses, then and we can point you in the right direction of where to get these drones. We want to do that. So if you are looking at a Wingtra, um, I would say email Trent and uh, be looking out for some new content from us because it's coming. I'm already halfway done. So love it. Yeah, Whew, that was a Good diatribe. Stuff. Yeah. Anyway, thank you again for joining us. Love the mapping questions. Love the business questions. Love the super deep, nuanced questions. Um, I love it when all of you connect the dots to and ask, you know, uh, clarifying questions. I'm just so grateful to uh, to still be in a position to help other people and truly swift or um, truly navigate through all the noise in this industry because it doesn't seem to be slowing down. So thanks again for joining us. As always, my name is Paul. And my name is Rob. This is Ask Drone You. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.